0: Hi everyone and welcome to another session of The Odd Couple. I'm Jason Utah. I'm Alon Joseph. And thanks again for joining us. It's always lovely to have you all here.
1: It is always an honor. Thank you so much for having me and welcome to everyone who is listening as well. So what's the Pasha of the Week? Ah, beautiful Pasha. Pasha Bo. Bo means to come. It says Bo al Para, and they came to Para. We have the last three plagues of the 10 plagues in this week's Pasha. We have the first mitzvah given to the Jewish people, which we're going to bring into our discussion tonight about Rosh Hodesh. Seems to be quite a strange mitzvah to have. And then we have as well, we have the start of the exodus of Egypt, bringing up the Paschal Lamb and the start of us becoming a Jewish nation. As a whole, and uh, we're going to be discussing some amazing stuff tonight that's really going to tie in beautifully with this week's Parsha. Please go.
0: Okay, so then um, I want to bring in a little bit about the Parsha because, uh, in preparation, I've been reading a little bit of Jonathan Lord, Jonathan Sachs's book. And he says to gain insight into the unique leadership lessons from this Parsha, he often asks uh, his audience to perform a thought, a thought experiment. He says, imagine you're a leader of a people that suffered exile for more than two centuries. One that has been enslaved and oppressed. Now, after a series of miracles, it's the, you're about to go free. You assemble them and you rise to address them. What would you say? Hmm. It's
1: a great question, huh? I love that question. It gets you thinking. So what would you, s- you say to an entire nation that's been in slavery for two thousand for two hundred and ten years, and has your first opportunity to address them? Incredible question, mind blowing. What would so you many say? Many thoughts? Sure. I don't know. It's a good question. You, know, you, you want to make an impact. You want it to be insightful. I don't know. Maybe you want a little bit of humor in there as well. You know, it's your first. It's a first opportunity. You want to make a good impression. Um, I don't know, mate. I don't know. It's a, it's a, what would you want to tell them? What message would you want to give them? What's the most important thing that you could tell a nation like that? Hope, you know, determination, encouragement. Going to freedom. Yeah, you know, an opportunity now to rebuild. You know, the past is the past. Let's move towards the future.
0: And what do you what think he of some did. amazing questions? Yeah, what he said that was actually quite interesting is those are the regular answers that one gets. So one discusses freedom, one discusses hope, one discusses all of those things. But he says that Moshe didn't discuss any of that. He discussed the importance of education, the importance of educating the youth, the importance of continued study. He said, in order to build a future, in order to build a nation, you got to keep learning.
1: What an amazing thing. Who would have
0: thought that would be the, the
1: foundation? But you know, if you, if you mention that, it ties in so beautifully with this week's parish as well. I was saying it's very interesting. The first mitzvah given to the Jewish people. You know, if you had to say what, you know, the same thing. What do you think the first mitzvah should be that Hashem is going to tell the Jewish people? This is it. You know, the first thing, his first commandment to the Jewish people. You'd say maybe the Shema, Tfilin, Shabbos, who knows? But the first commandment he gives us is Rosh Chodesh, the new moon. There's no Yom Tov, you know, there's no, did we add in some, some special fillers, but otherwise it's a regular day. What is that? Why should that be the first mitzvah? Makes no, makes no sense. Mitzvah um, of the new
0: moon. What does that mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a beautiful explanation of it that, that says as follows. There's a Rav Shimshon, Rafael Hirsch explains what is so important about, about this mitzvah. Wow. What is this mitzvah all about? So he says such a fantastic idea, phenomenal idea. He says, what is the new moon? So he says that what it is, is that it's the moon receiving fresh rays from the sun. It's now starting its journey again and it's receiving fresh energy. And he says that the message of Rosh Chodesh is that it's a concept of Renewal. It's a concept of that every month we need to renew our energy and renew ourselves to our commitments, to our goals, to our desires. It's renewal. And it's very similar to what he's saying, is that the whole concept of, of, of Judaism is based on education, not being stagnant, um, always developing, always growing, not relying on, on the past. And it's a, and it's, and it's, I mean, it's a phenomenal idea. We think we're always within ourselves as well, always growing. And I mean, if, if we develop it even more, it's 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 even more amazing because the whole fundamentals and the whole foundation of Judaism is actually built on the home. The home is the essence of everything, and what takes place in the home is education. Yeah, you know, there's that great poem that says, "Chorin, um, that's a chorin learn what they see. Yeah, you know, it's not what they told; it's what they see you do." And there was this great poem. It says. Um, uh, I, I, knew, I knew it was good to be kind to animals when I saw how you fed a stray cat. And I knew I needed to be kind to this when I saw you do this. And I knew that I needed to this when I saw you do that. And children learn what they see. The home is the foundation. And whatever you have in your home, that is what your children are going to grow up knowing and thinking about.
0: Oh, 100%. So, it's, it's
1: a, it's a, so it makes sense that he says that the most crucial and the most fundamental idea should be education.
0: And the difficulty is uh, really when you get into adulthood. I mean, if you think about it, we were having a discussion two minutes before we started recording. Your kids, it's now, what's it, half past eight at night and they're still at school. So they're going to yeah. continue to learn. And kids, um, school is part of your day. So your day is waking up, going to school and learning. Um, it's more of a challenge as an adult. So how do you actually bring that in to your everyday life. And the challenge that I would like to propose is actually sit down and think well, what is it that I need to be learning? Have a look at, let's say, for instance, in your business, what are three critical skills that you believe will be important to your business three years from now that you're not good at? Yeah. How do you go about and hmm. study those things to make sure? that when they do come about, well, you're ready. So what three critical skills do you need that you don't have now that uh, you need to start having a look at? And then actually yeah, you know, build yourself a curriculum. Very interesting. Yeah. What would you put
1: on your, you know, if you think of it, if you, you could ask yourself a question as well. What would I put, what would I put on my curriculum? So fascinating, you know, what would I, but even even more than that, it's about also, analyzing ourselves every day and looking at ourselves and saying, what did I learn about myself today? Uh, sometimes we can pursue learning as an intellectual pursuit, but it doesn't always change us as an individual. And it's about changing us as an individual and not only being an intellectual pursuit. Yeah. So our learning, yeah, I, I say just this is one thing to learn, but it's another thing to internalize it. And the reason why we learn is to internalize it. We don't just learn because it's an intellectual pursuit. We, in le- we learn, to internalize so that we become better every single day. I'm not the same person who I was this morning. I have grown throughout my day. I've developed. I've learned new skills. I've learned new knowledge about myself or the world around me or others. So there are so many, our sages teach us who is a wise person. I'm a laymate, McCall Adam, someone who learns from everyone. So when we have an approach like that, that our foundation of it, it's not that we have times for learning. It's that our, our approach to life is constantly about looking for the opportunities to learn. Sure. But I love that question. I love that question. What would you put on your curriculum? What would you study about if you had to design a course for yourself, the university of life?
0: So give what yourself the university you of this year and, and make it actually how it, does design your curriculum. So what is What is the one or two skills that I'm going to learn? One number for my business. And one personal that I can self-develop and then create. put it into your diary and say, these days, I'm going to be learning this. At this time, I'm blocking off an hour to actually study. These are the books I'm going to read. These are the people I'm going to emulate. And these are the people I'm going to talk to. But unless you actually get specific around doing it and putting it into your diary and making an effort, it doesn't happen and uh, true. then end up back on the treadmill running around and saying, oh, my God, where did the yoga?" go? Sure,
1: very true. I love that. I love that. Such a great exercise for us to take into the next week. Really something to think about. Beautiful. Amazing. Thank you for that insight. That's really elevated me. Look, I'm looking so forward to Shabbos now where I can spend time on Shabbos thinking I've got time to kind con- of I'm not so busy. You know, you're not running around. You've got time to contemplate and think about these ideas. Really excited for Shabbos now. Thank you for that beautiful insight.
0: And are you going to bring your uh, curriculum to us next week? She is so much pressure. So much pressure. I'll see what I can do. I'll
1: see what I can do.
0: (laughs) Thank you for a wonderful chat, Rabbi. Have an awesome evening and uh, go get your kids from school. Thank you. I'm sure they'll be very happy.
1: (laughs) Have a beautiful night and a great Shabbos.
0: We'll see you next week.